0: Welcome to our daily Rosary Meditation. We have $286,000 pledged from over 1,200 people toward our goal of $500,000. Now we can get this Rosary Podcast to another person for just a dollar. And we want to illuminate 1 million people worldwide with the Rosary. So help us reach $1 million so that we can reach $1,000,000 people. So whether it's a small monthly or a large one-time gift, it all makes a huge impact. All you have to do, click donate below. Let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. Today is the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. In 1519, the Spanish explorer Cortés sailed to Mexico and there he found the aztec people enslaved to a culture of death literally a cult of human sacrifice for the aztecs worshiped demonic spirits represented by the serpent god under the sign of the crescent moon and the god of war under the sign of the sun and the aztecs believed both demanded human sacrifice. The Aztec priests offered to their gods every year at least 50,000 men, women, and children in human sacrifice, 80,000 people in one four-day period in 1487, according to their own records, and one out of every five children were sacrificed. The Spanish witnessed this with their own eyes, and they wanted to flee. But Cortes became convinced he was sent by God to put an end to the human sacrifice. So he sunk their ships, leaving his men no option but to fight their way into Mexico City and put an end to this evil occult, which they did in 1521. Then, Franciscan missionaries came in 1524, but had little success with conversions because the King of Spain had removed Cortez and put in his place a wicked tyrant named Nuno de Guzman who enslaved thousands of indigenous people, shipping them to the Caribbean colonies. In 1530, the bishop of Mexico City, Bishop Zumarrago, excommunicated de Guzman for his crimes. De Guzman then tried to assassinate the bishop. The Mexican people, meanwhile, lost a third of their population to the smallpox brought by the Spanish. Things became so bad, the Aztec astrologers said it was the end of their world. And this was a culture that was impossible to convert to Christ, and the situation seemed so hopeless that the bishop wrote a letter to Emperor Charles V, and at the end of which he said, if God does not provide a solution from his own hand, the land is about to be completely lost."
1: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Often, when everything seems lost, that is precisely when God likes to act. On Saturday, December 9th, 1531, Juan Diego, a 57-year-old convert to Catholicism, was running to Saturday morning Mass and catechism class, nine miles away. No one ever ran nine miles for my catechism class. As he came to Tepeyac Hill, he heard singing, and he saw a brilliant white cloud and a rainbow, and a beautiful young woman appeared to him. Juan fell to his knees, and the woman spoke to him, saying, "'Know for certain, littlest of my sons, "'that I am the perfect and perpetual Virgin Mary, "'mother of the true God, through whom everything lives. "'You must go to the house of the bishop of Mexico "'and tell him that I have sent you "'and that it is my desire to have a church built on this spot.' "'Well, Juan went to the bishop,' but the bishop would not believe him. And as Juan was returning home, Mary was waiting for him again at Tepiac Hill. He explained to her what happened, and he begged her to send someone more important, because he said, I am a nobody. I am a small rope, a tiny ladder, the tail end, a leaf. But Our Lady answered, I have many servants and messengers whom I could send, but I have chosen you. Go and tell the bishop that I in person, the ever-virgin Holy Mary, Mother of God, send you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us stay our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: The next day, Sunday, December 10th, Juan went back to the bishop. This time, the bishop wanted a sign. On his way home, Mary was again waiting for Juan. She assured him that she would provide a sign tomorrow, saying, I will await you here. The next day, however, Juan's uncle fell gravely ill with smallpox, so Juan skipped his appointment with Mary to go and find a doctor who told Juan that his uncle would die. So, Juan ran to get a priest for last rites. And on his way, he tried to avoid Tepeyac Hill. But Our Lady came down and intercepted him. He explained about his uncle, but she already knew because she was in fact appearing to his uncle at that very moment and healing him. And then she spoke the words that we all need to hear. Our Lady said, Hear and let it penetrate into your heart, my dear little son. Let nothing discourage you, nothing depress you. Let nothing alter your heart or your countenance. Am I not here who am your mother? Are you not under my shadow and protection? Am I not your fountain of life? Are you not in the folds of my mantle, in the crossing of my arms? Is there anything else that you need? Do not fear any illness or vexation, anxiety or or pain. Let not the illness of your uncle afflict you, because he is not going to die now of what he has in himself. Be sure that he will get well. What powerful words! Am I not here who am your mother? Is there anything else that you need? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation Beginning as now never shall be world without end amen oh my jesus forgive us our sins save us from the fires of hell lead all souls to heaven especially those most in need of thy mercy
0: she then told juan to climb the hill and he would find the sign castilian roses a type of rose not yet introduced to mexico yet blooming in winter on a barren hillside juan thinking this was the sign gathered up the roses, and Our Lady arranged them in his tilma, the bleached white cloak he wore, and she tied it up around his neck. Juan went back to the bishop, and when he untied it from around his neck in the presence of the bishop and twelve other people in the room, the roses fell out. And it is at that moment that the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe developed right before their eyes on his tilma, like a photograph developing. Everyone fell to their knees in the sight of this miracle. The bishop removed the tilma from around Juan's neck and placed it in his private chapel. Two weeks later, on December 26, 1531, the bishop brought the tilma to the main church by procession. At the same time, a funeral procession bearing a young man who had died from an arrow wound was coming into the city, and when the two processions met and the tilma passed by the dead man, he was instantly raised from the dead.
1: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Mary appeared to Juan Diego in 1531. She appeared in the midst of a culture impossible to convert, and she left a permanent, indestructible sign, the Tilma, the cloak bearing her image. And 10 million Aztecs converted to Catholicism. Why? Because they could read the message of the Tilma the Tilma told them that this woman is greater than their sun god of war, and she's greater than their serpent god under her feet, both of whom demanded human sacrifice. But it also told them that she is a queen, designated by the blue-green color of her robe, and that she is a virgin, signified by her parted hair, yet she is pregnant Indicated by the maternity belt. So, this woman is a queen who is also a virgin, yet she's pregnant. But with whom? The four petaled jasmine flower over her womb told them she was pregnant with the one true God. This woman is the virgin mother of the one true God, but she herself was not a God because she was praying to the one indicated by the black cross on her brooch, Jesus Christ. He came to offer his life in sacrifice, to put an end to all human sacrifice, and to set us free from slavery to sin, the devil, and death. Now, we all face things that make us feel like the bishop when he wrote, If God does not provide a solution from His own hand, we are lost. But we never have reason to lose hope because we can have confidence in Our Lady who is with you and who is saying to you, Am I not here who am your mother? Are you not under my shadow and protection? Are you not in the folds of my mantle?" In the crossing of my arms, is there anything else that you need? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
0: May God God rebuke rebuke him, we We humbly pray. pray And do thou, O Prince Prince of the heavenly hosts, by the power of God cast into hell Satan and all all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the the world seeking the ruin of souls. souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tomorrow, Teresa, we will walk people through all of the miraculous aspects of the image of Our Lady of Mm -hmm. Guadalupe.
1: This is one of my favorite talks that you do.
0: The image of Our Lady of Guadalupe is, as I said in the meditation, it is a supernatural, virtually indestructible, miraculous sign that God left and almost no one pays any attention to it.
1: Yeah. I think that's the interesting concept of an indestructible sign or just an unexplainable sign is that I, I always had the mindset that, oh, wouldn't it be easy to convert people if there were just an abundance of, or even just one undeniable, very visible, very well known signs that were just undeniable and you know what, they exist, but no one cares.
0: I know. This is, this is, but it's partly because people don't know that they're there.
1: That's true. But I feel like too many, too many random people have massive arm tattoos of Our Lady of Guadalupe <laughs> to not be aware.
0: But most people think it's just a picture.
1: You're right. You're they, right. They
0: think it's something that someone painted mm-hmm. and now it's a tattoo or on the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> They don't know the story. And so Juan Diego, the little chapel that the bishop put the Tilma in, connected Mm -hmm. to the cathedral, Juan Diego lived in that little chapel the rest of his life, and he spent the rest of his life telling people the story. Now imagine in just in less than 10 years, 10 million people converted. That equates to about 5,000 people a day coming and converting and being baptized. Wow. And Juan spent the rest of his life telling the story. Mm-hmm. We at least could tell the story. We at least could share this rosary podcast with somebody else. If you don't feel comfortable telling this story, let me tell the story <laughs> through the podcast. Sure. Sure. Really if people would just just share this episode and tell the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe,
1: you know i I really find it a beautiful redemption story that the same same little man that ran away from Our Lady multiple times also dedicated the rest of his life to living in her little chapel, yeah, because I did think that was a very that was my, my takeaway from the whole meditation I was just thinking at first, I was like how <laughs> How do you miss a meeting with Barry? <laughs> but I miss many meetings, and I also I, I think she's just as active in all of our lives as she is or she was in one Juan Diego's. But we're just a little less aware of it. And that doesn't mean we're running away any less or being any less uh, silly about it.
0: and I love what she when he said to her, "Listen, choose somebody more important. I'm the tail end.
1: Mm-hmm. I, that he said I'm a leaf (laughs) I'm going to start saying that more you don't get it I'm just a leaf
0: (laughs) but she said I could choose anybody so you have the queen of heaven Mm. who could have sent archangels as messengers she could have sent Gabriel to she could have just appeared to the bishop (laughs) she could have appeared to the bishop herself but she chooses this insignificant little man Mm. and sends him
1: But it is true that if if she did appear directly to the bishop, then the rest of us would feel like we don't have responsibility, like we don't have agency and a place in the story. But time and time again, it's always the littlest people that are chosen. Yeah. And it also teaches us, of course, to remain little. Yeah. Not that we shouldn't be bishops, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. Our Lady, we are. She's chosen all of us to be her. Apostles. So, what are you going to do?
1: I hope that's rhetorical.
0: It is. (laughs) But we better do something. Mm. Let's be apostles who are sent to bring the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe to others.